1: We're talking real money.
2: You know, there was uh, there was once a uh, play, a musical, movie uh, with a song about money, and it very aptly stated that it is money that makes the world go around. Money makes the world function.
3: We don't need Joel Gray on that
2: number. We don't Bogarter. We do not barter much. I mean, you know, if you live in a a farm, you might barter a little, but we use money for everything, and yet we do not devote the time or the effort needed to truly understand it. We just take what we believe are experts' word for it, and we follow their advice sometimes blindly into... A giant crevasse, or crevice, or a cave, or big hole in the ground, or cave.
3: Whatever. I prefer cave. I yeah. like cave. Pit I'm good with into cave. a yeah. pit, ca-
2: yeah, into a pit. And um, we read all that stuff. We try to read a lot of that stuff so that we can call them out on it. On it. Yeah. Um, but one of the things, There's a that, lot there, yeah. Lately, lately there have been a lot of Scrooges. And you, you, all of you, may be among them when, you know, you you, you are uh, saying, bonds? Humbug. I don't need no stinking bonds in my portfolio. What are they good for? Just give me stocks. And then, of course, you get experts coming out and saying, wait, ah. wait, experts. Okay, people yeah, who okay. think they know a lot coming out and telling you, you're right. We call that pandering, but they're telling you you should be just in stocks.
3: The paper is entitled Beyond the Status Quo, a critical assessment of life cycle investment advice. Two professors, one from the University of Arizona, one from the University of Missouri. Who's the Arizona one? Scott Setterberg.
2: Oh, it's not Bessenbinder.
3: No, I'd be listening. I'd be paying closer attention the Bessenbinder Professor Bessenbinder. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I like his work but what these professors have come up with frankly is i think on a practical level outrageous on a theoretical level okay yeah in the classroom sure interesting fodder maybe a couple papers maybe a, a doctoral thesis could come out of all this but i do not like this
2: same i am their
3: point <laughs> their point is <laughs> oh sorry running simulations over a long period of time if you just put it all in stocks in their measure you end up with a million if you have a balance between stocks and bonds the traditional 60% in stocks 40% in bonds for your retirement you have $760,000 that sounds like a quarter million less it is which okay that's a big deal for is most it? of our retirements no you don't think a quarter well, million well i know make it's a, a big deal
2: but well, let's talk about the reality of getting
3: there Yeah, well, I'm. I I would get it. This is. I just dislike this paper because they do quote one advisor who says, "In theory, it works great. In reality, not so much." Because I have seen the reality up close and personal for a long time. Don knows how excited I got when I read this.
2: Oh, and not in a good way. Oh my god, not in a good way. No, he wasn't good excited. He was angry excited.
3: (laughs) I was very angry because I worry people read this and they then I'll just go do that. But then they forget about, and we all do oh, we forget about mm, 2000, we forget about 2008, we forget about 2019, 2020. You
2: just said it was a big deal. You basically implied that you're better off going for the million with the stocks. You said it was a big deal.
3: No, I think a quarter million is a big deal. But just assume, for example, you're 35 years old and you've saved $300,000 in your 401k. Okay? Mm -hmm. You're off to a good start. That's terrific and then the market goes into a bear bear takes over etc cetera, etc cetera. your three hundred thousand dollars in a few months is a hundred and fifty thousand don't use percentages use real dollar amounts because that's what the real world is about so now you have 150 instead of 300. what are you going to do a nothing b sell c buy more stocks i'm betting it's B, because most of the time, and we have seen this, we've seen the behavior, people will say, you know what, it didn't work. I just want to put my money in something else. We, we taught,
2: Tom and I t- have taught so many classes. And back when I started, I said, we need to change this from a loss of 50% to a loss of a half a million dollars. Dollars. And see how people react. And it was funny, when we made it a million and you lost 500000 Nobody raised their hand saying they would be comfortable with that portfolio. 855-935-TALK. Call now.
1: Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: In medicine, a second opinion might save your life. With investing, a second opinion might save your future. The trick is getting one without a high-pressure sales pitch. Well, I'm Don McDonald, and if you've been listening to Talking Real Money, you know that our goal is to help everyone create a brighter future by investing and managing money better. That's why, in addition to helping everyone on our show and podcast, we are also committed to making our 100% fiduciary advisors at Appella available to help everyone make the best financial decisions based on science. So if you're being pitched a financial product or a system, make sure you get a second opinion with no cost no obligation, and no annoying sales pitch by going to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004 or TalkingRealMoney.com.
1: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are Talking Real Money.
2: That sounds really cold and miserable in Seattle. It, really it does sound horrible, really cold just, and miserable.
1: Oh, thankfully, gotta, I've been
3: hurt for the last month, so I haven't been outside refing any games. But yeah, man, so, would, I'm not, not going to tell you time.
2: what the temperature is here. No,
3: please do not. Do not. Doesn't It doesn't I mean start it. with an I, 8 I, or anything. I mean it. I mean it doesn't it. start with an 8. do Don't. Uh, thank you.
2: Yeah. And sun breaks? We don't even know what, what? those are. We we, I, we, we just have I, sun.
3: Actually, we don't either.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're talking a little bit. Well, oh, by the way, our phone number eight five five nine three five. Talk lines are open. All all of them. We were busy last hour. Now I we're saw not. Them, yeah. So call. I see
3: any lights there? Yeah.
2: I see no lights. Yeah. Lights like
3: like phones
2: don't. we <laughs> do, people still have the little? Yeah, beep, 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 beep. yeah, yeah I love those don't. things. Yeah. 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 You, okay. Nobody has that anymore.
3: I have to drive my own car too. So.
2: My car drives itself on the highway.
3: I know. I know.
2: I love that way ahead of i me. have to keep a hand on the steering wheel but it's like it's just like you just have to touch it it's just it's fine it's,
3: i don't want to know it's so fun i don't want to know
2: cars slow down in front of you like in stop and go traffic it's the best because you don't have to do anything you have to watch a little um i'm not like watching movies i'm still looking out the window please oh we're talking about whether you should invest all in stocks or whether you should have a balanced portfolio. And and Tom was reading from a paper that basically stated, why bother with bonds when the stock market has delivered superior returns? Well, we've been saying the same kind of thing for a long time. Stocks deliver superior returns. Have, have delivered. Yeah, yes, have delivered you. superior returns. That's not... That's not the issue. We nope. know they have, but we also know they have done things like
3: 2008. 2020.
2: We're, well, you didn't lose as much in 20s. You didn't know. Eight. No,
3: but in a very short period of time, you lost about a third of the money you had in stock.
2: Yeah, people were a very short out.
3: Oh, they were. But still, we get we them.
2: get papers like this, or we get popular advice from the most popular money show on the radio. Uh, With that Ramsey guy on there who, he says, just keep your money in a stock mutual fund and you would have made 12% per year. And he just projects that off into the future. Boy, you're going to make 12% per year on your stocks.
3: I think that's a very good point to stop right there. When we talk about it, and I heard you on the podcast, I believe, on a Friday recently, we like to say, "Yeah, try for six or seven percent." I think that's more realistic. And for we most don't people. know
2: that that's going to happen. We're just saying that's a don't. that's a, a reason a more reasonable assumption than the double digit numbers we hear bandied about and the big numbers, because you have proven over and over again there are innumerable studies that have been done on individual investors. And while they say
3: one thing, you say one thing, you do a totally different thing. Yeah, because we all have weird ideas about money. Uh, number two, I personally believe in today's world, it's hard. It's easier and harder. It's easier to be an investor because there's more information than it's ever been. It's harder because everybody is yelling at you oh yeah everybody's yelling at you the including me i'm sorry i just yelled the radio's yelling at you the podcasts are yelling at you the television everybody is bombarding you with messages and here's what their message is yeah the market just went down 30 and here's what's going to happen next
2: they that's no the problem what's going to happen. that's that. the problem is that anybody who tells you what is going to happen next is a liar
3: We've had this discussion, you and I, uh, when we started our firm because, remember, people would walk in the door and they would expect the stockbroker meeting mm-hmm. where the stockbroker sits down and says, yeah, 2023 saw this. Da, da, da. And in 2024, it's going to be all about blank. They didn't know that. They don't know that. But
2: the fact of the matter is, if you walk into a Morgan Stanley office, if you walk into a uh, a, a, a J.P. Morgan, if you walk into an Ameriprise or a Voya or even Fidelity, you're going to get somebody who's going to say, oh, here are the investments you should own today because we believe the future will be blank.
3: Yeah, they know they're predictive in some way. So this is where you need to have your portfolio. That is horrible advice. And it leads to what we're talking about. People feel pressure to do something. That's number one. They feel pressure in many cases to follow what they believe is a professional, somebody that uh, that should know what the future is going to look like. And sadly, there is no professional that professional that knows anything more about the future than you do. Really? That's the truth.
2: And I was just looking at the list of calls that aren't there, and it occurred to me. (laughs) sad. No, no, no. It actually isn't sad. Because when you think about it, what we keep saying is discouraging to most financial callers most people who would call a talk i know because i've hosted one we
3: have our we have our bitcoin guy he calls from time to yeah, time yeah but, but you know back in the in day the when i sense, was yeah. when i was
2: doing the national yeah. show yep. every call every call tom was what is the new thing to buy what is the market going to do yep. what yep. thing should i put in today it oh, i have this what's it going to do in the future every call was that Every yeah. call was for me to make a prediction about the future. As a matter of fact, this is fascinating. How did I your wish...
3: predictions turn out? By the way, I got to go some back good, and look. some
2: terrible. You know, oh, okay. I mean, some yeah. were great. Yeah. Basically, they turned out like you'd expect, like flipping a coin, all over the place. Yeah, but it's funny. Do you know the show on which if we did this, our, our uh, screens would light up? The shows that got me the most listeners. Remember, I used to do overnight radio. Yeah. So I was on. I've been you there. Know, I was on the show. 1 a.m. One night. In, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. East Coast. Yeah. So late night, I would occasionally get a guest because I wanted to, to light the lines up. And we called it that. We we're going to light up the lines because they had little lights. Yeah. The number one way to light up the lines was what kind of a guest?
3: Conspiracy theory.
2: Financial psychic
3: Oh, financial – okay. How's my future look? I I brought a woman on who claimed to be an investment psychic. Can we get her today? And I bring her on like
2: once a month. She's probably in her 90s now or something. Okay, Um, How's
3: her future looking?
2: Not great. (laughs) It's short. It's really short. Uh, But that was the call that got the most – that was the show that got the most calls.
3: Yeah. Yeah, What That's does what that tell you want? about people? That's what people are interested in. Who knows what the future... I want to be told my future is so I don't have to think about it anymore. I don't have to so worry about it. It's
2: we are officially, as of today, changing the format of the program.
3: Oh. Okay.
2: Yeah. I No, look... Wait, i got to find it. I, I was I was going to bring this out later, but let me bring it out right now because it's really yes. heavy. Uh,
3: I brought wow, a look at that. crystal ball...
2: Um, it's really heavy. It's made of crystal, and it's a ball. Can
3: you look in there and see what it says?
2: And this one is actually hooked up to uh, Robinhood. It's it, it it's it's got the a connection, or the so that uh, we company. can make trades directly from the predictions. Oh. Yeah,
3: I like what you said about it to the person who uh, who called in on the podcast too.
2: So anyway, you're ruining it. This is supposed to be oh, the sorry, all. We're going okay. to just call us right now. <laughs> call right now
3: ah we are going to we are going to predict
2: your financial future by laying our hands on the crystal ball rubbing it briskly and waiting for the spirits within to impart their financial wisdom to us what's
3: the number what's the number oh it's a special number oh
2: eight five five yes nine three five talk
3: Call now. Find call now. out your financial. Future. <laughs> what your
2: financial future is. Oh, I love that. I'm is gonna that, call first. I want to know mine. Does that take pandering to a whole new level? I, I think, think it, it does. pretty much does. Yeah. I
3: think you're right there, man.
2: 935 talk. Give us a call. I'm Don. Tom's over there, and um, we just love doing this thing, talking real money thing.
1: Tom and Don are talking real money for your real life and real future. Tom and Don are talking real money. The amazing Kreskin
3: what? dropping by. The amazing Creskins yes. dropping by. Woo! The financial Kreskin.
2: Uh, get, do give us a call. 855-935-talk. 855-935-8255. And we have Carl on the oh, line gonna go the from Britain. warm and wonderful Tempe, Arizona. Oh. The home of that's Hendrik right, Bessenbinder. That's
3: right. uh, no, that's, that's in Binder's University <laughs> yeah, of Arizona. That's, uh, oh,
2: that's right. Not Arizona State. Too
4: that's
3: sad. a mouthful. Oh, well, I, I thought he was ASU. Oh, regardless. hey, Anyway, oh, I could be wrong. I'm I about about
2: yeah, I think oh, he's ASU, Tom.
3: Okay. Yeah. I stand corrected. All right. Yeah.
2: Anyway, what's up, Carl? was thought. Hey, I just wanted to see what
4: the crystal ball says about oh. 10% in gold.
3: Standing by, reaching over, looking oh, into oh, the crystal oh, oh, ball. Oh, 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 It's, the, spark, the, it's, it's getting really warm. It's, it's getting. Oh, 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 oh! Let me flip it
2: over. Let it me flip it over. The, the spirits say no.
3: But let's tell you why it says no. Okay, play it on me. It well, only says no, no in okay, it. Don, Don's a no kind of guy. There's no yes <laughs> in his crystal ball. That's it. It's always <laughs> no, Mister Scrooge. Yeah, okay, gold. Didn't we just talk about gold last? I guess we talked about it on our podcast. It's coming up soon. Gold, Bitcoin, other speculative things. Oh, I see. You're going to run out and buy a new suit. Absolutely. (laughs) Take it right out there. Give them, I guess, one ounce, right? Because it's a $2,000 suit. That works pretty well.
2: That's cheap Uh, for Tom suits.
4: That's a little rich.
2: Right. (laughs) Anyway, no. no, no
3: uh, No go on the pet rock.
2: No go on the no. I don't care Ooh, what color some of the NFTs pet is. We can is. sell you though.
3: We can do that. I mean,
2: bear in mind, any gold is you. You nailed it. Gold is a rock. Gold is a heavy, right. cool, malleable rock that, for some reason, people have assigned great value to. But that's only because we all agree on it. Well, how does that make gold any different? than a dollar bill. A dollar bill has value because we all agree it has value. Gold has value only because we all agree it does. Inherently, it's not any more valuable than any other rock, except for the fact that we say it is.
5: It's a right. rock. It doesn't so have
3: any even, dividends. I mean, so it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense even then with all the governments, you know, governments buying more, you know, all the central banks doing their stocking up. Okay, Uh, let's do this. Do this with me, Carl. That makes sense in that way. Let's
2: do an exercise together. Let's do an exercise. The exercise is all the banks, you know, they're 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 printing all this currency. The economy is eventually going to collapse. The U.S. economy collapses. What do you think that'll do to the economies of Europe and Asia? Uh, Is probably going to cause them to collapse because they need us buying stuff from them. So now we have a worldwide financial collapse, collapse, complete chaos. I am now um, living in my house, but there are no utilities. I can't pay for anything. And I have a whole bunch of gold down in the basement. And there's a neighbor down the street who's growing vegetables. Um, Are they going to take (laughs) my gold for that? Probably not. What are they going to do with no. it?
3: Yeah, right. What, what's exactly. it good for? Nothing. Th- I just, I would just go take the vegetables. Now, if I neighbor. had a gun, yeah, exactly. I'd rather have guns. I got your vegetables, and, and we have yeah.
2: chaos. We have utter chaos. So you better hope that all the currencies do okay, because if they don't, the result will not be an economy that's going to be fun for the survivalists and the gold bugs. It's going to be terrible right. for all of us. Yeah. If it gets to that point, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly.
4: You'll be you'll be in your basement in Central Florida.
2: Yeah, my basement. Yeah, you,
3: oh, start digging now. Yeah, and get the scuba outfit on. In,
2: in, in Florida, they call yeah, those yeah, exactly. they call those graveyards those basements. Yeah, exactly. Gra- That's on, the only place on, where on. people There's are underground is in a there. graveyard. Yeah.
4: There's a lot of sinkholes there, so you yeah, know, that's, uh maybe 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 you have a little room to play with. All right, thanks, fellas. I All right, Carl, it.
2: thanks so much for the call. Do not buy gold. Do not buy purely
3: gold. speculative. It's only it's like those other things. It's only worth what the next person says it's worth. That's it. Period. Nothing else.
2: Yeah, and really, why? I I just the question I have for those who buy gold is why do you believe it's going to be it's going to, that you're going to win with gold. Why? Why do you believe that? Because it makes no sense. None whatsoever. 855-935 is our phone number. Give us a call 855-935-8255. I mean this is uh this is some of the best stuff you're going to get on managing money.
1: Tom and Don are talking real money. We're talking real money.
2: So apparently all we have to do is uh, promise to tell the future, and everything works out. Calls come out of the woodwork. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-TALK, and Clay, you're on. Welcome to the show.
3: Hey, Clay, what's up? Hey, not
4: a lot. I just wanted to preface my Comments and questions. By I'm an optimist. I want all of my fellow Americans to do well in their life. Um, if you don't mind looking into but your, it sounds football, like there's a but. Um, I, yeah, there. Well, <laughs> uh, All of the talking heads that I've been listening to, the financial talking heads, are, are saying that the U.S. is heading for this cliff that we're going to drive off. And it sounds kind of scary. With Uh, commercial loan resets and bubbles there and bubbles in the housing market and $33 So it just seems kind of scary out there right now. I don't know if that's the case, but I'm an optimist. And one other thing, before you answer that question or look into the crystal ball, uh, for Carl down in Arizona, my mother gave me some fantastic advice 10 years ago. And uh, she said, "Son, if things ever get really bad, you want to have alcohol to barter with. So forget
3: the gold." Now that's a smart alcohol. mom. I tell you what. Yeah, yeah I thought so good. too. Yeah. I never oh.
4: forgot that. So I, I I stock up on gallons of Crown Royal. I have it
3: ready. What's your address? Yeah, so we know the holidays yeah. are approaching rapidly here. I am.
2: I am honestly thinking right. well, about yes. firing up the still now. I'm. Okay. Oh, let's absolutely. Got let's okay.
4: And green and other
2: things. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> the end of Damn. the world as we know it. Actually, there's a chapter in my book, Financial Physics, called "The End of the World as We Know It." It has a. It talks about. Uh, I, I even came up with an acronym for it. It was like Itawaki or something. Um.
3: <sighs> but no, but what? Let's assume that they're right. Then what do you do? That's the question to me. I have no idea. Right. I mean, I'm, what do you I'm do often, then? The I world's... like the diversification
4: and everything, but yeah. I'm into real property myself. Okay. But yeah. I, I, don't, uh, I don't know if the people in the know are
3: really talking
4: to the, the okay, American st- public, I'm going to stop so you there. I'm going to stop go. you. Oh, there ahead.
3: are no. When nope. it comes to this, there are no people in the know. They don't know anything more about what the market's <laughs> going to do Monday than you do. Clay, that's the reality. I mean, yeah, but, they but, study it okay, more. They read about, it.
4: What about there is things that are there's indicators, actual tangible data on the the commercial real estate. Yeah. And now that now the and housing wait, OK, just stopping you there all, just all for a moment, just to stopping you on the commercial real estate. Never,
3: Clay, yeah, just ahead. to stop you from <laughs> it on the commercial real estate. You're right. It it looks bad. I just had lunch with a guy that was big player in commercial real estate here in Seattle. We we're talking about that. Et cetera, et cetera. Looks bad. That is likely already priced no. into oh, the securities. No, sir.
2: Not likely. It is already priced into the People securities. People are
3: trading that every day. There's nobody that knows that that nobody else knows. That's the problem. These things are already public, and there's nobody – all the talking – there's just one of the pieces we just talked about. In the piece, it admits the talking head said 2023 would look like this. They were wrong. That was just 11 months ago. They were completely wrong about what the year was going to look like with stocks, bonds, et cetera. That's the problem. That's what I'm getting at. You can sit around and listen to a 1,000 opinions, but they're not going to help you do anything starting Monday because they don't know anything more. That's yeah. what I'm trying to get to.
2: Clay, everything – that you know and they know everybody else knows the only thing that moves the market in a surprising direction in the future is a surprise something that nobody saw coming like covid nobody saw it coming it killed the market but it only killed it for a couple of months
4: a month well, will there will there be a reckoning with all the money printing and things like that that I've heard of? So there's like could be led, lead to hyperinflation. And just I, and I just am getting back to the commercial real estate end. There's collateral. Uh, there's collateral rep, um, damage that will happen when when these big buildings go under and go go blighted. I'm gonna and, I'm gonna and, read and you a every, quote.
3: I'm gonna read you a stuff. quote from somebody that's been a pretty successful investor. His name is Warren Buffett. Warren said yeah, in 2012, that, yeah, he said, Of yeah. course, the immediate future is unknown. America has faced the unknowns since 1776. Periodic setbacks will occur, yes, but investors and managers are in a game that is heavily stacked in their favor. That's the bottom line. And he yeah. knows.
2: Yeah, and 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 we have to remember, the market is incredibly efficient. Everything that you know, I know, they know is already known by everybody. It's already built into the price, like that commercial real estate. It's built into the price.
1: Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from Hodgepogitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at talkingrealmoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at talkingrealmoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary.
1: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real
3: money. got to push my button. <laughs> yeah, don't forget the buttons. Yeah, I
1: forgot
2: to push out. the mic button. I was I was talking, but nothing was coming over the radio. Hey, everybody. Don McDonald here in Florida. Tom Cock over there in Seattle. Bellevue. Bellevue. Please. I said Florida.
3: I mean, come That's on. That's true. That's fairly. Tom's generic. over there okay. in Washington. Okay. Washington State. Pacific
2: Northwest.
3: Because if you say Washington, everybody assumes it's Washington, D.C., right? mm, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, why did they do that?
2: I mean, really, why did they name the state Washington?
3: And you know when we became a state? Uh, A long time after we became a country. 1889. Yeah, it was old. old, Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I don't know. Could have come up with something a little more original. How about Columbia? I always liked that, but I guess not.
2: Vancouver? (laughs) Columbia is actually that would be a good, good name for the state. Too anyway, we're late. we cannot, we're not changing the state today. We're going to change your life though in some small ways, by exactly. helping you deal with money better. And if atomic you have atomic
3: habits, yeah, what atomic,
2: atomic habits. habits? Got I it. I
3: love that book. Love that book. You love Tiny so changes.
2: many books.
3: I do. I love reading. I, I'll be honest with you there.
2: Um, I I I love reading too. You do. Just don't have any time anymore.
3: It seems it's harder, doesn't it? Oh
2: my gosh! I listen to them in the car. It's like I look forward to going to lunch by so you myself. Get that break by myself. And you Can do
3: that, right? Because if you have somebody else in there, I can't listen to like the that, book. No, wouldn't like that. If it's my she wife, talk no, I can't listen book, to the yeah, book.
2: So. She doesn't want. No, she doesn't want to listen to my books. Anyway, eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. Give us a call. It's so easy, and we really are pretty nice. Um,
3: Kinda it's well, I'm nicer. To a little nicer. i gotta
2: tell you i'm a little nicer to callers than tom is he gets he gets very short with you but testy he, testy you know he can't hurt you because it's radio or it's podcast I uh, if it was in person anyway <laughs> it, yeah even in person he couldn't hurt you uh so give us a call 855 935 talk jeff you're up welcome to talking real money
5: thanks all um Appreciate you taking my call. Uh, we went to like a couple of weeks ago in Federal Way, uh, Washington. We went to this um, event. Um, you know, they they sponsor lunch or dinner. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> and give us a bunch of. I know, I know, but uh, good steak. I've been to I hope a couple of them, but yeah, it was all right. <laughs> um, Italian, it was good. <laughs> um, but they offer, and I. I didn't make an appointment yet because I want to get your take on it, but fixed index annuities, but it's uh, benefits of FIAs with annual reset of seven years. Yeah, yeah. And I have no, I know you talk many times that don't do annuities at all, but um, it was interesting, interesting take, but I haven't done anything, of course. Yet.
2: Yeah. Interesting take, no interesting presentation. Said Absolutely many time, filled with many lies, ways, filled with, yes. with little, little, but little lies.
3: Yeah. The they were little party.
2: fibs. Like, the, I bet they showed you a chart of the S&P 500,
5: right? Of course you did. Yeah. And they're they giving us a bonus of seven, 10% lump sum, 40%. Yeah, let
2: me I'm tell like, you a little little thing about that, that chart plastic, they showed you, the S&P 500. Yeah. They neglected to include the dividends yeah. of the stocks in that chart.
3: Yeah, the, what they pay out every year to the people yeah. that hold the shares, like yeah. 2% or so. Which kind of okay. bails people
2: out of those bad, helps to bail them out of the bad markets. I bet they also did not mention that this variable or this indexed annuity comes with a ten to twelve year surrender charge, starting at somewhere around ten percent. If you want to get your money, probably didn't mention that.
5: It says time is ten years. That it says fees. You know, there's a charge and it's got to be hidden. Ten um, percent mm-hmm. free withdrawal yearly after twelve months. Ten mm-hmm. percent free withdrawal yearly. That's yeah. about but, also, and then let
2: that's me tell you the reality of the indexed annuities. This is a product that is so complex and convoluted that I have truly yet to meet a, se- a person selling them that I've talked with who can accurately describe what they do and how they do it. Because they use obscure indexes to on which to base their, um, their, their movement in price. Then, on top of that, there are participation rates. You only get a percentage of the movement of the obscure index up to a certain percentage, which ends up being, in almost every case I've ever looked at, and Tom, how many of these index annuities have we looked at?
3: A lot. A lot. In every
2: case, the return ends up being about the same as what you'd get on a regular old fixed annuity without all the bells and whistles today that will probably be in the range of four or five percent per year
3: yeah and i look at this differently jeff than than don does because i'm more of the practitioner my question to people always is why why do you need this product why is this important to you because most people would never know about this unless they went to the aforementioned dinner or they heard an ad and thought oh that sounds really good because it uses that G word that I can't use. So guarantee? Uh, yeah, either. we can't. Oh, guarantee. As a matter of yeah, fact, if say- we say
2: the word guarantee, <laughs>
3: we get in trouble. We get in trouble. <laughs> Even if we're talking about somebody else. So, I mean, I always think, well, then what is the, why are you interested in the, where does this fit? What, what part of your life do you need an annuity in? And many of the people that say, well, you know, I have social security, I have this pension. And I say, those are two annuities right there that are fairly well guaranteed depending on the insurer. Right. ones the u.s government looks pretty no, good. but the, the reason one, people not,
2: buy but... index annuities tom though is not because for the for the, that annuitization part they buy them because they hear the return of the market yeah. with no risk let me tell you one thing i can pretty much assure you of you will not get the total return of the market in any indexed annuity it is impossible it is mathematically impossible For an insurance company to pay you exactly what the market makes, pay their insurance agent a 10% commission, and post profits, it can't be done. If it could be done, this is where you need to look at it logically, if it could actually be done, why would anyone invest in the stock market?
3: Wouldn't be no reason to take the volatility. I mean, the other thing about these products is... They are not sold by one hundred percent fee only fiduciaries that have a federal. They're not sold requirement, by fiduciaries at all. Yeah, that have a requirement to put your interests ahead of their own. Again, if I was yeah, just they're, shopping they're, for, go ahead.
5: They're they're IRMAA certified planners, so yeah, they're not. I don't, I don't know. Wait what, a minute. What was what no? That, give me that. Give IRMAA, me the
3: IRMAA. He said IRMAA. Yeah, Right. We're not picking on you. I mean, again, yep. but these products are sold by people in the insurance industry. Here's Just to pull back again, if it was me and I was shopping for somebody or shopping for a product, the starting point would be what rate of return do I need on my money to have it sustain me and my significant other what for a long period of time? What is that rate? Then I'd go back and figure out what products I would need to make that happen. For us, it would not include any annuity product save for possibly, and we don't use them, as Don mentioned, an immediate annuity where you give an insurer a certain amount of money. They give you some part of it back for a long period of time with a small amount of interest. Kind of sets the budget, provides that regular return. That's the only annuity product that I would get near, and I wouldn't touch any of these because, as Don also said, the promise is an outrageous one that is sold and uh, where the insurance company makes a lot of money and the people that hold them make a lot less. That's our experience with them. And...
2: Yeah, it has two things. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Please.
5: Um, It says, Irma is 20 years old. Which financial firm, fiduciary tax advisor or benefit plan manager has ever mentioned it to you. And then, then the executive benefits group, it says insurance products offered through executive benefits group, LLC. Right. It means they're an
2: insurance so, agent. Yeah. And, and let me tell you what about Irma yeah. certification. It's real. It's basically just a made up certification. It says, you know, about Medicare and I'm looking at their website and there are frequently asked questions. And one of them is how do I register? And they forgot to fill in the blank on their website. It says, this is a custom heading element. These people are not competent.
1: Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: I swear it feels like companies are just inventing these designations. Yeah. That they're popping sure. up all over the place. And this one strikes me as as half-baked looking at their website. Uh, it's really a bad website, and uh, they, they they on their, their, their frequently asked questions, they say, is IRMA recognized by FINRA? And it says, yes, you can see them listed on FINRA. So you go to the FINRA page, and at the very top of the page, it says, important disclaimer, FINRA does not imp- approve or endorse any well. professional credential or designation, but the implication is that FINRA does, which leads me to believe they're not the most honorable bunch of folks
3: yeah and i mean Irma's is a real deal right because when it comes to your medicare it can be an impact your income so that's something to know about and by the way uh, i will put in just a little plug here for an event that we've got coming up it's a few months away yeah but you sign up now and you get not just early bird ticket pricing but you get the talking real money mug you get to use that day so what is he talking about a one-day event where the dog barks, yes, where you learn about I all things my retirement, including, or including Irma and housing and uh, the money part and the purpose part. We do it. We've This is our 10th year of Retire Meet. Very successful event. Great names on it. Guys you've heard of, you've probably listened to, oh, I think there's a guy named Paul Merriman there, Herb Weisbaum, Don McDonald might even show up. It's a Maybe wonderful it's event. a long flight. It's a long flight. It's Saturday, February 24th, 2024, 10th anniversary. Sign up by going to retiremeet.com. As I said, early bird tickets right now. Plus, for those who sign up right now, right this month, you get the mugs, the, the talking Real Money mug that you'll get to use that day. It's a great event, and it'll help people like you, Jeff, kind of figure out the playing field rather than going and hearing about a product that sounds so great. Why wouldn't I do this? You have enough education to say, here's why I don't think that makes sense. Yeah. Retiremeat.com. Yeah,
2: and and the mug's cool. It says uh, it's the, uh, the stay calm and retire strong.
3: Indeed it is. Thing. That's right. So, um,
2: and, uh, and you've got to know, and I want to go back to Jeff's call really quickly. You've got to know when you are getting fed a dinner like at Ruth's Chris or some fancy Italian no, Italian,
3: place. he said, yeah, yeah,
2: or some Ita- fancy Italian place. You've got to know that if they are paying money for a dinner, that they are making a lot of money off of you. And please know they're not going to tell you this. As a matter of fact, I've gone to these. Yeah. Don, Witt. and, um, I've gone right? to several to... and yeah. I always raise my hand and go, yeah, uh, uh, what's the commission? They and never will tell you. Every yeah. single time they tell me, this is the biggest lie. There is no commission. The Which company pays baloney. us.
3: Oh, the company pays us. Yeah,
2: the what? company does. Mm. Uh, companies always pay the commission. Bear bear that in mind. Companies always pay the commission, but it does come out of your money.
3: <laughs> It's the only place there is for it to come from called the surrender fee. I think you mentioned that earlier to Jeff, the the long period of time. If you if you want a free
2: steak dinner, please feel free to take advantage of them. But never, ever, ever, ever take the meeting. Don't take the meeting. It's it's just trouble. It really is. It's just going to get you in trouble because the the pressure is extraordinary. They are great salespeople. And uh, so go to retiremeat.com. Get, get a better education. And uh, it's go. really easy. retiremeat.com.
0: The opinions and views expressed on this podcast were current on the date recorded. Opinions, estimates, forecasts, and statements of financial market trends that are based on current market conditions constitute our judgment and are subject to change without notice, including any forward-looking estimates or statements which are based on certain expectations and assumptions. Although information and opinions given have been obtained from or based on sources believed to be reliable, no warranty or representation is made as to their correctness, completeness, or accuracy. Information presented on the podcast is not personalized investment advice from Appella Wealth. The views and strategies described may not be suitable for everyone. This podcast does not identify all the risks, direct or indirect, or other considerations which might be material to you when entering any financial transaction. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and profitable results cannot be guaranteed. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. The podcast is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Wealth, a fee only registered investment advisor. Please see Appella Wealth's ADV Part 2A on our website for information regarding Appella's fees and services. Appella Capital, LLC, DBA Appella Wealth, is an investment advisory firm registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The firm only transacts business in the states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration with the SEC or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Appella does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing either stated or implied here should be inferred as providing such advice. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and important disclosure related to performance of any specific index or fund quoted in this podcast. And the lawyers get richer.